Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, Travis Waldstein, Air Surf Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. How's your world, sir? It's here. It's it, it's here, and it's springtime, and we're getting busy, and I got my, my friend slash sales rep slash uh, Packers hater, my <laughs> lover, Tyler Decker in-house today. Well, at least, here. at least he's not a, a Nebraska fan, right? Yeah, that is the one good quality of his. You know, um, <laughs> one. One. What is that one good quality. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you guys just kind of uh, talk a little bit here because I know that uh, there's a lot of good insight that we can get from a, a guy that travels all over and is uh, seeing everything that's going on in the trades. Yep, absolutely. So, Tyler, I know I know quite a bit about your history, but let's talk about your work history. So, you know, so tell us a little bit about your background, what you do now, and kind of how you kind of got to this point. Okay. Um, right now, I'm your obviously your sales rep. I work for Good and Company, which is based out of Minneapolis. We have 16 branches in five different states, and uh, we sell HVAC product, plumbing, industrial, you name it. We've pretty much got it. How I got here, well, when I got out of high school, then I went to college and and messed around more than I went to college, so then you get out of college and don't know where you're going, and I ended up getting drug into the HVAC world (laughs) and and ended up doing that for five years, so I was out in the field doing HVAC plumbing in small-town Iowa where you get to do everything. You get your hands on everything. There's nothing you don't do, because if you don't do it, somebody else down the road does. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's how I get, did that for five years, and then I got out of the got out of the trades for a little bit, the the HVAC trades, and went into roofing and odds and ends stuff like that. And then I got an opportunity to come back in and work with contractors, and it's been uh, nothing but bliss since for the last uh, two and a half years. You did roofing. You did pallet sales for a time did too. Pallet sales for three years in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Lived in a small town of Rembrandt, USA. You so. betcha. <laughs> two hundred and six people. <laughs> well, there's actually two hundred and six people in that town. That's what the sign claims. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't blink twice. You'll miss it. You, You're right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see the Rembrandt Farms on the other side before you see the town. Wow. There's so. more people there when it's full go. <laughs> <laughs> So, so talk about, uh, you, obviously you grew up Northwest Iowa. Um, you went to, obviously you went to high school. You went to, you go to Northwestern, you go to Dort. No, I went to Morningside. Oh, you went to Morningside. So, okay. So decide college wasn't your gig and got into the trades. Obviously family got you into, but besides the family part dragging you into this, uh, what intrigued you about getting into doing well part of it is you don't need a four-year degree right and you can make very good money on various ends of whether it's the sales side or working for you or owning your own business at some point for a younger person that's looking and and you know has the uh the want to do that it's it's not something that you know that you got to sit in front of and say well here's my resume here's where i went to college here's my what i did after that like in so many of the other professions at the high schools push pretty hard mm-hmm. the four-year degree it's something that yeah you can make a very very good living mm-hmm. for you going through high school and i know this has been this has been a decade you're almost old so you, you almost Working got gray on. hair yeah um a lot of experiences that i'm hearing if you go back more than five six years is they they didn't talk about trades they didn't you know shop class a lot of times was either limited or gone altogether um you have a similar experience with that then or with, mm-hmm. with going yeah the- no they didn't they pushed for your you know if you weren't going to a four-year you were going to end up a failure 
that's a lot of what I see. And, and I obviously have younger siblings, and it was the same thing for them. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting better, maybe, because there's enough guys that are now, you know, vocalizing that, that, hey, one, the average age of a plumber and HVAC guy in the United States right now is 57. Well, 65 is retirement, and most of these guys have beat the crap out of their body enough. They're probably not making it to 65. No. Definitely and not. So the jobs there's, and that's why now you can make so much money doing it is because it's becoming a specialized thing, and you don't need a four year degree. That's the mm-hmm. crazy part is you're just as specialized as anybody else, you know, with all the gases we work with and all that, you know, ev- everything that's involved that you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, be, when you're out in the field, what was your favorite thing you did? Was it uh, plumbing? Was it HVAC service install? What What did you? What was your favorite thing to do? Ooh, favorite. Hydronics, probably boilers. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. So you used your brain a little more. Oh yeah. Yep. So one plus one equals three. Exactly. Just okay. Like well, I just wanted to make sure that they taught that rep. That's, that's why I'm Jesus. selling it now. Not not installing it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that one plus one equals three. You make more money, right? Is that how that works? So, so uh, talk to talk a little bit about hydronics. Your experience with it. Um, uh, what, 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 besides you had to be, you know, you had to use your mind a little bit more, but what was it that intrigued you when you were out doing it? Mm. Well, the in-floor side of it. Mm-hmm. I still try to push you guys down south here. Yeah. Into getting into just the benefits of it that people don't realize the heating and the, you know, just keeping your floor dry. Mm-hmm. Easy to clean. Yeah. You have this mess all the time, constant. Yeah. So just the, the, it's, you know, the help that you provided people too, that they were like, oh, I didn't realize it would do that. I thought I was just using it for this. Yeah. So, because with hydronics, obviously, probably the biggest thing with it, you know, outside of the initial cost, it, it's the comfort that it can bring into a home, the Absolutely. entire house, instead of the basement that's, uh, you know, five to seven degrees colder because mm-hmm. you're using forced air um, in, in the home. And, well, and, and you walk around, and a lot of people walk around in socks because their floor's so cold. You have in-floor heat, that's not a problem. Yeah, you can walk You can walk around naked. And, mm-hmm. or I should say no socks. I guess if you walk around naked, that's 100% <laughs> up right. to you. Todd, I, we don't need to I, see that, I, by the way. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I have to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Um, so obviously you, you got out of it for a time. You decided that, Hey, tired of this, where are you going to rack your body and your mind and all this other stuff. Um, so you kind of went down a little bit different trail for a couple of years and then you kind of got dragged back into the sales thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, you know, talk, talk to the younger generation, you know, by your, everyone here sales, you know, you, the, the, you know, sales is not going to Casey's, you know, it's not going to Casey's and buying a, being a soda. So kind of talk about, you know, what your job is like as a sales rep now and how you've taken what you've learned and how it applies to your, what you do now. Oh, so what I what I've learned how it applies now. Well, one, I can talk the talk then. Yeah, it, it gives me the ability to. You call me and you say, "Hey, this is what I need." I know what you're talking about without me having to open a catalog or call somebody else. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Now, yep. my favorite part of the sales is is business growth, helping you guys grow, mm-hmm. and just having that mind frame of not just walking in the door. Right? It's not just walking in the door saying, "Hey, what do you want to buy this week?" Oh, sweet. See you later. See you next week. I'll bring donuts. No. Mm. Because that, that'll get you a little somewhere, but not, I mean, when you're helping, I mean, this is your guys' livelihood, it's my livelihood. When we're paired up and we're a team, 
and I'm helping you grow your business, it's good for both of us. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're you're going to buy more from me, and I'll make more money, and then you're obviously going to be selling more mm-hmm. to the to the general consumer. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's got six kids; he needs to make a lot of correct, money. So correct. I got to sell. He's got he's got motivation. So <laughs> five of them are daughters, so I got a lot of weddings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like what you had to say there, though, about the, about the sales because it is. And and you mentioned it. There are people in sales in any kind of industry that that's what it is. It's about the number and how many can they close and move on like that. But if you're true to that statement, that it's about helping each other grow their business and also uh, ma- truly making relationships with people, you know, absolutely. You, you and Travis are friends. I mean, this is oh, not this is not fake. You know, so that's what the job is truly about that's and, the fun part of it yeah. right and and you get to everybody wins in that case yeah. correct yeah i i don't beat them up over a dollar usually i beat them up because the 731 and my equipment ain't here where's the truck at <laughs> and you know when, that's the conversations we have so tyler gets his phone call at seven in the morning or at six o'clock at night when i drop six orders on him when he's at his kids <laughs> uh, soccer practice or you know he his, his his wife's a dance teacher so he's up at dance with the little kids because they got dance class on tuesday and here said yep trying to have a family time and here comes travis dumping six orders on me you know so. it's not that i'm not thankful for the six orders <laughs> <laughs> so he I, I think he probably thinks i need to work probably work too much but that's all right so but you know you you are right though about that relationship um you know and listen you've got dealers from up outside of sioux falls clear down to the missouri border i mean so you're dealing with how many contractors you deal with right now Total? Yeah. Ooh. Let's say regular. I mean. 35. 35. 35 regular. And then you've got probably another 20, 25 that are, yeah, so, um, you know, which takes up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. And Miley, yeah, like you said, I go from a half hour north of Sioux Falls to end up 15 miles from Missouri. There you go. So, it's yeah. Fast territory. You know, technically, when I was growing up, me and my cousin used to say that Missouri started Interstate 80, but then I moved to Council Bluffs and he moved to Des Moines. You're going to so, put it at Highway 2 now? Yeah, it's at Highway 2 now. <laughs> so, that, that, that's where Missouri starts. So, 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 so for you, friend, my friends that live in Clorinda, I'm sorry. <laughs> highway 2 goes through the middle of Clorinda. <laughs> yes, it does. So, what side of Highway 2 you live on? So, so. And for the folks in Missouri, sorry, that was his, that was Travis's uh, joke. Hey, hey, at least you're not from Arkansas. You know, it's the only state that came up with the toothbrush because everybody in the state has one tooth. So I'm just throwing that <laughs> out there. So equal opportunity offender. So I got nowhere to go with that either. I know people in Arkansas, so <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. So uh, I got a couple friends that listen to this that are from Arkansas. So I'll probably never hear the end of it. It's, it's okay. So. Um, so talk about your dealer responsibilities with what you do with your job. Hmm. Dealer responsibilities. One, make you feel important. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Biggest one. Make make you feel not imp- I, maybe important was was the wrong word, but it is it's important. You can't make any one guy feel different or lesser than the. That's probably the hardest thing because obviously, like you are towards the top of good and as a whole's list. Mm-hmm. But I can't make the guy that's you know f- down the list a little bit feel like oh well I'm not I'm not as important as Travis so because eh. mm-hmm. if I make him feel like that he's gonna go somewhere else where they make him feel important. It doesn't matter if it's a guy spending thirty thousand dollars a year or half million dollar dollars a year because every guy's got his own shop, his own situation, and 
you know, you want to do, but they, people want to do business they don't, with people they don't like and trust. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. And then, I mean, it is, you know, there's this lots of they, lots of jokes out there about sales guys and, oh, we, you know, we're good at golf because that's all we do, blah, 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 which, yeah. I thought it was 10 to 2 at the three-hour lunch, but right. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but it is, there's a lot of work that goes, and you see it. I mean, I'm doing quotes every night. I'm I, My phone rings every Saturday, every Sunday, every holiday. I You don't get a technical day off. I mean, it's just like, you know, I'm dealing with business owners. You guys don't get days off. You're working your butt off 365 days a year. And that's the biggest thing is when the phone rings, answer it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, or get back to them, shoot them a text, an email, something mm-hmm. to let them know that, hey, I got this phone call. I saw it. Or, you know, just, just to let them know. Because I think, yeah, there's a lot of guys that, you know, Friday at three hits and it's like, I'm checked out. If they get a phone call, we'll see you Monday morning. Oh, we've talked about that a lot, Travis, and you brought it up before. Uh, Just when I was sitting in your office, I mean, that the most important part of your job is making sure you stay in contact with your clients. It is, absolutely. And and listen, I'll be the first to tell you that, you know, I ask a lot of my distributors because, listen, it's my distributors that I get my equipment and my parts and my supplies are that take care of me, take care of me and my people when we have to go out and take care of of problems or stuff that's going on so you know so listen if if ty you know listen i don't care if tyler goes and plays golf at three o'clock on friday that's fine because he's a heck of a lot better golfer than i am (laughs) but you know if i need help if he's not available you know i deal with their sioux falls branch a lot when you think well they got one in omaha but that's a story for another day but i deal with the guys in sioux falls a lot just uh because that's technically where his office is out of in you know, we built some relationships with some great guys up there. You know, if he's not available, I can call up to the branch in Sioux Falls. And sometimes you call Omaha. It's just if I need to get something or I need a part or whatever. Because um, if they don't pick up the phone, you know, or if they let me sit till Monday, then you know what? I, I don't want to do business with you. It doesn't mean you have to stop everything that you're doing. And you have to be respectful of his time, you know as well because he's got a family obviously same with all my other distributors but listen there's that time where listen it's an emergency you know you know that's why i need and sometimes i'll send him stuff thinking oh he won't deal with it till the next day 10 minutes later he's putting the order in the system it's like that could have waited till tomorrow but i'm not gonna sit there and tell him <laughs> no it's about that time that i'll take advantage of this because well i thought you had the order in the system already so but that's part of doing oh, what for you sure. do. Well, and it's for me, it's I do try to be mindful of, right, if I drop the ball and I just leave you on, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll leave this till tomorrow. Well, that means your customer has to leave it till tomorrow. Yeah, especially in big. Now, small town guys, and this is where you kind of do take priority because I know where you're at. My small town guys, there's only one guy there. Their customer can wait till tomorrow because there's one guy there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here, there's... I don't. I'm There's a hundred contractors between Omaha and Council Bluffs right. that just do HVAC exactly. in the area. Yes. So if I don't do it, somebody else is going to. If you're in. not on the ball and back to them and saying, "Hey, I can come take care of this right now," and at least let them know, and you still run into it where you go to people's houses and there's already somebody sitting there, or you're there and somebody's pulling in the driveway after you because they are calling 
Oh yeah. Just to see who's there, for, you know, who's who's going to get there the fastest. Yeah, there's nothing better than showing up for a sales call at 4:30 and come to find out well that the previous guy was running an hour and a half late, but they couldn't. The customer could call, and the competitor sitting in the driveway, and they come to see you pull up, and then you go, then you say, hey, just call me when you're done, and they're a half block up, and you know that they're checking you out, you know, seeing who's come walking up at the door. That that's Correct. always, you know, what's even better is the customer who thinks that we should have two or three contractors in their house at the same time been the same thing it's just like not at the same time no uh, we had one customer <laughs> that did that here about a month ago i mm-hmm. i actually was not on it and i got asked about it you know because uh one one of my techs was there and this other customer showed up and uh um, i got called about it. i said well i said what's happened oh they're talking to him same time i'm like oh no uh-uh that we're not we're not playing that game and and i it's a respect factor i i i don't mind good competition i don't think anybody does i mean no. good as a supplier has competition mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day you know i also be respectful if i if i'm in somebody's home to talk to them about an issue or problem or trying to help them you know the last thing i want to do is uh you know if somebody else is there talking to them um you know um, I, I don't want to be involved in that conversation. When they're done, if they're ready for me, we'll sit down and have probably the same or a similar conversation. May or may not have the same answer, but the fight to have the to do it while you're there, it's just uh-huh. yeah. So somebody got some bad advice on the interweb. So correct. So, but uh, um, so look, this is circle trades. So a lot of things we like to do is we like to talk about. Uh, um, well, usually I bash Nebraska one time. We'll talk about Iowa football, but really the kind of no, the, yeah, I, I, don't the, 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 I know it's a shock. Um, you know, and, and, I, and like I said, I'll be kind of halfway nice today. It's early yet. Um, if you were going back to high school, or let's say you were talking to, you know, the sixteen to twenty-one year old people that you know that don't know what they want to do. Um, you know, what would be your advice to them based off what you've seen? You've been out for, you know, you've been out of school for 10, 12 years, but you've got family that are just mm-hmm. out of school, kind of went down the same route that you have. Yep. Um, you know, what would you say to them, young kids, that are not sure what they want to do? Because obviously you've gotten the field route and now you're doing the sales thing. Some people love sales and the other people, listen, sales isn't for everybody. Right. And everybody thinks it's an easy job. You put in a lot of you put in a lot of hours. Oh, if it's an, if if it's an easy job for you, short of you being, you know, in it for 30, 40 years, because those guys, I think it does get a little easier. But mm-hmm. if you're like me in your first five, ten years, and you think it's easy, you're probably not very successful. Mm-hmm. It's probably easy for a reason. There's probably yeah. not a lot of people calling you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Right. But no, if I, if, I mean, if they weren't sure, one, I, I hope that the high schools are getting better it sounds like they are of, of explaining the trades and the trade schools trade schools are good too and that's you get a little bit of the college experience then mm-hmm. you know sti and sioux falls down here you got we got metro and then we got iowa go. western yeah. down here yep so what do you say because last week i know we talked about this that you know over in des moines last week they or a couple weeks ago they had a uh it's like a trades day, I think, on the uh, state capitol campus to where they had people from all over the state, and there was uh, different uh, people that could come in and, and talk about trades. And then I know 
We talked about uh, uh, the Jet Foundation over in Nebraska, over in Omaha, to where they've donated up to a million dollars in scholarships for people wanting to jump into the trades, whether it be, you know, nursing, HVAC, electrical, you know, a lot of different, you know, mm-hmm. house building. What are you seeing? I mean, going because you're further north, especially. What are you seeing up in the Dakotas? I mean, trades are big. Are are you seeing where where contractors and you're getting companies or trade associations? Are they going out and talking to high school kids? What are you? What what starting are you to now? Okay, just getting over the last couple of years, just getting into the high school level. I mean, they were obviously going at the college going to sti going to the trade schools before but the kids were had already chosen then to go to the trade and essentially at that point they were just trying to recruit employees <laughs> yeah but then they saw this continual decline of well crap there's only 15 kids in this class and there's uh 25 companies here that's not going to divide out real well mm-hmm. so then i now they're figuring out like we need to get at these kids when they're 15 16 17 18 start getting them because now we i even see my contractor in Del Rapids now he hires high school kids every year, mm-hmm. just to try to get them, you know, and then it's some experience exactly. And, and they'll know. even work out a you know a deal where if they want to go to STI, they'll pay for it, uh-huh. and then you sign a, you know, a, a three year where you're you're going to work for them three years out of out of school, and then you can move on from there if you either want to stay or you want to go do your own thing or you want to go to a different company. Uh huh. But it gets them some hands on experience, exactly. gets them time in. Well, and you get. A lot of kids, and this was the one thing that I really preached after I did it, you know, everybody thinks, oh, it's, I'm going to go pull a dirty toilet every day, and I'm going to have to <laughs> sewer drain a toilet every day, and I'm going to, no. Yeah. Even when I was full service, that's once a month. I mean, and, unless that's your specialty, that's, yeah. that's once a month. And anymore, there are guys that specialize in it. You can get away from that. It's mm. just not this dirty job like everybody made it out to be. You kind of touched on something I was thinking about. How long would you encourage a young person to give uh, a try into a career in the trades before they could make an educated decision, whether it's for them or not? Three to five years. Yeah, definitely. Just because there's so much. There's so many. And most, a lot of companies, now the smaller ones, probably you can't as as much decision. But if you're in a bigger guy, even like Travis, I like service better. Well, he'll let you go that route, but you have to stay long enough to know enough about service to give it a shot. Or I love doing installs. Perfect. You have an install crew. You can be a part of that. There's just so many different paths even that you can go down once you're in it, but you have to be in it long enough to try each one out to know. You can't work there for three days, have to climb up in an attic and then be like, oh, this sucks. Well, yeah, I'm sure it did that day. Well, (laughs) thank God for you. There's 362 more days this year. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All attic jobs. Hey, listen, we're not, we're, we're we all hate those together. It's not just you. We all hate them. Yeah. Take your pick at attic space or crawl space. You get, you can take your choice on both. They're both fantastic. So, um, so that's that's pretty cool that uh, you know I think I kind of come back to you know CSR jobs you know for a contractor a salesman but you know a lot of these two things we're talking about go across different trades and different avenues um, you know some people that are real techie you know there's you know the tech the support side I know with you you know with Good and Company you guys have a couple of people that uh, you know in house that are mm-hmm. you know tech support and for sure. 
you know. And that's where it can lead. I mean, you can turn this into a, you know, your body gets beat up out in the field for as many, and then you can come work for a good and still make really good money because you're very important because guys have, you know, Gooden has, we have 297 rude dealers. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 297 guys that can have a problem each day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, you, you got to have that guy that they can call because we're not going to know, and I'll never claim to know everything about every, we have a 2,300-page catalog. <laughs> I, I, I will never lie to anybody and say that I know even close to. Uh, uh, on page 1,097 <laughs> is low flush toilets, just uh, if you want to know. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the bidet section. Oh, the bidet section. Yeah, there you go. Cold water, right? <laughs> Depends what you hook up to it. <laughs> so. I, uh, but you can turn it into then like our Terry Spence, who you deal with frequently. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what that's what he did. And James, who you deal with out of our Sioux Falls branch, that's, you know, out in the field for 20 years, knees are given out. You know what comes inside now? He's a great asset for good, and and you know still makes a very good living doing doing the hydronic side yeah. of things. You're not necessarily in the field working, but you've you've developed and you've advanced. I mean, you there there are spots where you can go if you want to be an owner, but if you don't want to deal with the seven day grind and employees and and all that stuff, there's avenues where you can make a good living and not have to take call. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, because like I said, you know. With well, the trades, there's some things you have to do, or if your body gets beat up doing install, you know, they have project managers. I mean, there's a lot of different avenues. Unfortunately, it's like any other job. You're going to have to start at the bottom, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a matter of how, you know, you work your way up, you know. And, and where you, some people get to a point that, hey, listen, we're happy at this level. And you know what? That's It you, takes those people. You have yeah. to have those people. And, and, and you know what? You know, even, heck, even your truck drivers. I mean, mm-hmm. right now, that's one of the biggest shortages there is right now and you know these guys are a great example of it it's like you know you you get one get try hire four truck drivers and you get one good truck driver out of that and there's just so much turnover you know brutal yeah i mean that's it's tough it's a neat you know it it, listen you know just because you can drive a car does not mean you can drive a truck i couldn't drive one yeah just drive around almost counts plus omaha that's all you need to figure (laughs) out a lot of people that shouldn't have licenses but that's a story for another day so i i I ran into one of those just today (laughs) ran a red light it was already green on my side and uh came right on through it was at a traffic camera, so that uh, person is going to be getting a ticket. Oh, but <laughs> fantastic! So, did they have Nebraska plates by any chance? I didn't see. Oh, uh, 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 it, it was uh, it was a full semi. I didn't see where they were actually from, but um, they, uh, yeah, it was it was close because my light turned green, and I was not expecting a semi to come bl- blasting through there. So, mm-hmm. uh, not to say there's a lot of great dr- truck drivers out there. I got a a buddy that has a trucking company up your direction, up in Spirit Lake, that uh, he has like dozens and dozens of trucks out on the road. So, hmm. yeah, a friend of mine up up there, uh, uh, Fred Halstead, he works for the Postal Service. And that's what he does, contract carrier. Mm-hmm. And they haul all over Min- the Dakotas, Minnesota, parts of Minnesota, and northern Iowa, too. Now you, you start talking about the trades, there's just, there's so many different places oh. that young people can go and make a really good living. I've been encouraging my son, who's only 13 right now, and I said, look, when you get out of high school, once you can uh, get your CDL, go drive for a while. He's a phenomenal driver already. Go drive for a while, see the country. 
Yeah. Bank some money. Oh, and these and, and it's now, gonna it's gonna put you way ahead of the game. Oh, and you see it. You're driving on. I see signs because I'm all over the place. You know, every week, six thousand dollars sign on bonus, five thousand dollars sign on bonus. Now, granted, you got to be there for six months, to, but still, it's there. You're making mm. very good hourly rate, and mm-hmm. then they're gonna hand you an extra five grand just for coming and working for them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and you know it's <laughs> something that's fairly easy. Well, I should say it's easy. My dad drove truck for twenty years, and and listen, it's it's not always easy. <laughs> If you've got a family, if you got certain things, that's a lot harder to be a truck driver. I'll call for us. But if you're young and single and want to see the world a little bit before you settle down on something, nothing wrong with that. And right now, you can kind of pick your jobs if you want to do over the road or if you want to haul local, like a lot of these straight trucks and stuff. I mean, be home every night that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can take your pick. Every trucking company's hiring. They're, uh, I've, as far as I see, I mean, yep. every one of them. Mm-hmm. And that includes us. I mean, we're we, every single branch we have needs at least one truck driver. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. All 16 branches. Yeah. Yeah, good normal is also looking for a branch major. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> careful, careful, careful. I better not get him in trouble. So Get him in trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get him in trouble. Yeah, get me in trouble. That's all right. I'm so gonna... just start talking about who's driving the moving truck from Green Bay to New York. Right. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, boy. Well, you know, that's only $40 million. It's only money, you know. <laughs> Rogers will break his leg week, week one of life, you know. It would... Oh, knock on some wood or something. We don't uh, want to wish ill on the man. But, yeah. Uh, I, I iron, iron poor blood. You can wish for that. <laughs> iron for blood. Well, at least I'm not saying poor plasma. That 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 has a totally different context. But you know, that's the story for every day. I think the cool part, especially with Tyler, you look at uh, uh, younger people get into it. Yeah, but I'm not gonna throw your wife under the bus, but I'm gonna bring her up for two seconds just because I like to give her a bad time. Um, you know, the nice part is he's got a job to where he's got some experience working in the field. But your sales job, but you're able to raise a family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know you, your your wife is a uh, dance instructor up at uh, Northwestern, mm-hmm. and uh, she's busy with that. And then you know she's got your the six well six kids that you guys got in your home, and then you've also she, then so in the summer times when she's off, she she sells realty. Um, you know, so um, you know. It's pretty cool that you're in a position and, you know, my son Hayden and these other guys are, you know, you're able to raise families and do different stuff. You're you're definitely able to help support or sometimes maybe more than just be support, but, you know, allow people to do stuff that they maybe not be able to do For sure. otherwise. And that has to make a huge difference. I know you're in the process of possibly buying a house. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you. I hate moving. So Me too. Wife wanted a house. Well, then he's wife, moving. Wife, wife got it. <laughs> That's I was going to say, works. wife got a house. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, my wife's getting an upgrade out of house. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's cheaper to get an upgrade out of house than it is an upgrade out of husband or wife. You know, <laughs> that, that, that that's a totally different ballgame. There's divorce attorneys for that kind of stuff. You know. <laughs> That that's a that's a therapy session, not a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, since I forgot to bring the beer today, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, can't take me anywhere. So, but uh, so last things last things last. Uh, any other last minute comments, remarks that you would send out to people? Well, there is a, an interesting tidbit. Is part of this when Good and Company got involved with this? How I how I know that the average age of a plumber in HVAC tech is fifty seven. Part of that that little study that we got in with the distributors just to get the, the, you know, 
knowledge out there of how important the trades are and how and how how diminishing they're getting. I mean, when I first got into this, and they, my territory was not all that great, the one I took over in Northwest Iowa, and they handed me this big list and said, "Hey, go out and go out and beat on doors." Well, I called on twenty some different shops as a part of this two week thing that are they're closed now. Couldn't find anybody to buy them. Ran out of employees. Employees went to big city. You know, it's it is it's it's crazy how many places were closed down. They just they just go away. And and part of that study was the fact that in the next five years, your lead technician will make the same amount as your average just small town quote unquote lawyer. Well, that lawyer has how many? A hundred and some thousand dollars in college debt that had to go to school for probably eight years after high school. Mm-hmm. Your service tech maybe went for two years. Or went through an apprenticeship <clears throat> program. Or just went through an apprenticeship program, which is the, uh, I would advise. I'm not, but. They both have their spots. They They both have their positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's crazy to look at that. It's, you know, lawyers, they've always been on this pedestal with doctors and all, like, you know, <clears throat> they're going to be the ones on the hill with the fancy house and blah, 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 blah. And now it's, it's the gap is, it's closed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's. A, a, a service tech can make the same amount of money as your small town lawyer. Yeah, I, I would say this. It, it kind of piggybacking off of what you're, what you're saying. Like I said, I got a lot of family up in Northwest Iowa, up around Spencer, and one couple. One works for the hospital, and another one works for utility. And, and you know, there's a lot of uh, you know, like I said, there's a few small one man, two man, three man shops. Not a lot of big shops. It kind of what's happening in some of these towns, especially if you have industry in a town. Um, you know, I think of a couple of towns, you know, Clunder's got quite a bit of industry. Council Bluffs has got quite a bit of industry. Uh, you know, you tailor these towns where they have a lot of industry. Carroll, Iowa has a lot of industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sioux City does. And if you're if you're not like Sioux City, you're in Council Bluffs close to Omaha, and you're like in Carroll or Spencer or Clunder or Atlantic, if you're needing train people to do your stuff you're paying people from omaha des moines sioux falls to travel to come to a lot of these places um you know because just the jet the the works there but the people who have the knowledge to do it are not are not well i was just thinking about that northwest iowa is not like eastern iowa where you know you've got uh, Iowa City and Cedar Rapids and a little farther north of Waterloo and even Ottumwa, which is a bigger community, and then you got Des Moines right there. There's a lot of larger communities over on that side of the state. Northwest Iowa is at that small town. Yeah, it, small town. It, yeah. it, it all is, and yeah, if you don't believe me, go look at go look at football in the state of Iowa. Uh, you know, look at three, look at four A football. Tell me where ninety percent of the teams are at. Eastern Iowa. You look at you start getting down size smaller size three A two A. One A, eight know, man, eight man. We have sorry. a lot of eight. We do. We have yeah. a lot of eight man up by us. And that just kind of tells you where the people and the populations are at. There's a lot of three, four, and five A schools on the eastern side of the state. Not nearly as many two A, one A, or class A schools that are they're within ten miles of, like I said, Waterloo, even Waverly, Decorah, you know, Dubuque. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you just a lot more population over in that half of the state. So that also you know, makes, makes a difference. So then, you know, heaven forbid you cross the river into Nebraska because you get outside of Sioux City um, or, you know, South Sioux City, Omaha, Lincoln, 
you got Columbus and Grand Island, but there's a lot of cattle pasture on them areas. And frankly, there's a lot of industry out there to where if they need specialized people, they're traveling from Omaha or Denver or mm-hmm. Kansas City to get people to come work on things because that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, most of our schools, the bigger job, I mean, it's coming out of Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. You're talking an hour and a half away. So you got to pay for that then. I mean, Mm-hmm. Because, I think the moral of that story is, is that if you're a young person, you like a quieter life, you get your training done in a larger uh, metropolitan area, move to Northwest Iowa, and you can just kind of write your own ticket. Correct. Because there's just not that many folks up there doing it. Or not even just, but even Southwest Iowa, you get in a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour outside of, you know, Counts Bluffs, you want to be a small town. Yeah, there's nothing but small towns down in Southwest Iowa, too. You're right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the really the question got kind of be, can you attract other people to come with you. you. You you could definitely work yourself into a job, but can you build something in them mm-hmm. smaller towns? Which that's a discussion for a totally another day. But, you know, some people want to be entrepreneurs. Some people don't. And, and you know, that can make a difference, especially, you know, um, you know, you go to a town like Atlantic, you got a couple, you got one shop that's 20 guys and you got three, four other shops that are one to two man shops and changes your dynamic as far as how you run your business. Mm-hmm. Opportunities are there. And uh, uh, young folks need to really give it a hard look mm-hmm. and, and just add it to the pool of options that you're looking at. Nobody's saying no one should go to a four-year school. That's not the point. No. It's yeah. just that there are options and uh, everybody's different. And if it fits your personality and it fits what you love to do, then uh, go give it a shot because there's limitless opportunities right now. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, and and don't go to Baylor or Nebraska if you're talking for you. Oh, did I say Nebraska? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so hey, how would you think about the NFL draft or the NFL draft? By the way, boring. Hey, uneventful for what it what they thought it was going to be. Everybody uh, here hung out to see when Max was going to go. Max Duggan got yep. uh, finally got drafted by uh, the uh, Chargers, but yeah, um, yep. it uh, in in the seventh round. Hey, you know what? It's the first kid. Actually, it's the first kid from uh, Council or, or Lewis Central in Southwest Iowa has been drafted a long time. I think it's huge. Congrats to him. Oh, and I do too. And I think that I, I think the Chargers uh, they they have something oh. because Max has uh, he has a, 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 a part of him that you cannot teach. And that is the level of heart that that young man has. Yeah. I know there's a, another kid that went to South Dakota State. Uh, uh, I want, I'll probably butcher his first name, but Sanders kid that played at South Dakota State from Glenwood. Uh, I know he got picked up uh, as, an un, as a undrafted yeah, free, free agent, agent yep. with the Giants, you know, from Glenwood. So, <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool to see kids from, you know, Southwest Iowa, um, you know, get that opportunity to go live their dream because i mean it it just doesn't happen every day and even if it's just there for a cup of coffee you know you know to sit there and say you've done it you know you got the rest of your life to go work you know yeah he's uh, uh these young men are going to get to go to practice with an nfl helmet on so oh. that mm-hmm. is uh, well, like max he gets yeah. to sit behind justin herbert who's in all most people's well, minds, top five quarterback in the NFL, right, and, Max, and learn from him for a few years. Right now, Max is one of three quarterbacks on that roster, mm. so he's got a shot. Oh, he has a real shot. Oh, yeah. He'll make the. T- I agree with what you said. His his will to win is un. You can't teach that. You can't no. teach a kid to. You just you have you not you find a way regardless of, of what's going on. You find a way, and that's what Max has done going all the way back to high school. You know what? Good. 
good football player, even a better person. And obviously, a lot of people know his dad, his mom and dad, Jim and Deb, and his grandpa Jerry. And, you know, great family. I, I've done work for Jim. And, you know, my Hayden, my oldest son, was a senior uh, center when Max was a freshman. And they had him alternating at quarterback. So, you know, to watch him and even come up through the youth to where he's at now, I mean, a lot of people have helped him away, but you know what? The thing you can't teach is 6'3". You can't teach how to throw a football, and you can't teach the will to win. I mean, that that kid, you don't watch the Michigan game last year in the college, mm-hmm. but that kid literally willed that team to a win. Can't, you can't coach that in a million years. Well, gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been informative, and uh, it's been without beer. Sorry. <laughs> and I was going to do that, too. Hey, we're going to have beer right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Circle of Trades. We release new episodes each week. Till next time, take care.